0: Well, good morning. Good morning. It is um, a blessing and a privilege to be able to stand before you today. Um, As Pastor Montgomery already said, um, my name is Brother Benjamin. And uh, today, I um, I would ask that you would open up your Bibles um, to Luke, the 19th chapter. 19th chapter of the Gospel of Luke. And when we get there, we're going to be looking at the first or the 10th verse. That's the uh, Gospel of Luke, chapter 19. We're gonna be looking at the first or the tenth verse, and if you don't mind, I'll be coming from the King James version of the Bible. Nineteen, yes, Luke, the nineteenth chapter, and uh, we're gonna look at the first or the tenth verse. All right, that's the King James version. Amen. Amen. I'm just gonna read it for your hearing. And Jesus entered and passed through Jericho. And behold, there was a man named Zacchaeus, yes. which was a chief was the chief among the publicans, and he was rich. And he sought to see Jesus, who who Jesus, who Jesus who 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 he was, and could not for the press, because he was little of stature. Mm-hmm. And he ran before and climbed up into a sycamore tree mm-hmm. to see him, for he was about to pass that way. And when Jesus came to the place, he looked up and saw him and said, Zacchaeus, make haste and come down, for today I must abide in thy house. Mm -hmm. And he made haste and and came down and received him joyfully. Mm -hmm. And when they saw it, they all murmured, saying that he had gone to be a guest with a man that is a sinner. And Zacchaeus stood and said unto him, unto the Lord rather, Behold, Lord, half of my goods I give to the poor, and if I have taken anything from any man by false accusation, I restore to him. I restore him fourfold. And Jesus said, This day is salvation come to this house, for so much for so much as he is also a son of Abraham. For the Son of Man is come to seek and to save that which was lost. This is God's word. Amen. Um, This morning, I want to talk with us about salvation has come to this house. Salvation has come to this house. Um, The first um, section I want us to look at there is a sinner searching for the Savior. A sinner searching for the Savior. And the opening statements of our passage, what we see is that Jesus is passing through Jericho. And we see that another person by the name of Zacchaeus, who was a chief tax collector, and he was rich. Zacchaeus begins to look for a way to see Jesus, and he climbs up a sycamore tree, which, according to my research, was a place typically where you could watch things and be unseen. But to the by the sovereign hand of God, Zacchaeus I mean, Jesus sees Zacchaeus. So, we see that Zacchaeus is persistent when coming when it comes to seeing Jesus. He did not care how it made him look, cause I I can imagine how many people were probably looking at him saying, "What's this man doing, climbing up a sycamore tree?" Well, and he was and he was willing to pursue Christ regardless of what it made him look like. It made people may have said, "Man, Zach you going to be going up there," but Jesus, but God knew what he what he needed to see. So. We can, what we can learn from Zacchaeus is his willingness to pursue Christ no matter what the cost was. He was he was willing to pursue God regardless of what the um what it, what it looked like what the cost was, and he and he he had since, and he was um being drawn by the Holy Spirit to do that, and that was by the, that was all by the sovereign hand of God. Now I'm reminded in uh, Hebrews eleven and six, where it says that those who come to God must believe that He is, and He is of those who diligently, right. who diligently seek Him. So Zacchaeus was diligently seeking Christ. Yes, he he would, was. Was, and, and he, and he got, he was rewarded with the gift of salvation, and this is what we see throughout this entire story here with um, Zacchaeus. And Zacchaeus, being a rich man, he probably had high status and it was, and, and and just like um the um tax collectors of that day, they were hated for their jobs. It's kind of like how we don't necessarily like the IRS coming to and um, giving us letters and things of that nature. But just as much as we don't necessarily like the IRS, that's the way that the, the Jews did not like the tax collectors. And they were even put on the um from what from my research, they were even put on the same the same level as prostitutes because they were hated. They were all were hated. And um Jesus has shown. It's showing us that no matter what your social status is, no matter where you come from, that you can that that if you repent and you trust Christ, that you can um be who He has called you to be. All right. So That's right. With Jesus, so that kids, really, He shows us the the all surpassing worth of of pursuing Christ, no matter what the obstacles are, no matter what the problem is. He is a great example of what it looks like to pursue Christ. Yes, yes, um, and secondly, what I want you to look at is the Savior visits the sinner. The Savior visits the sinner. The next sequence of our verses, what we see is that Jesus sees Zacchaeus. And Zacchaeus, and Jesus goes to Zacchaeus' house. And I, I, sometimes I wonder, if Jesus came to my house... What would I, what what would I make him? Could I, like, what questions would I ask him? Would he be annoyed by my questions? <laughs> um, but Jesus is received in Zacchaeus' house joyfully, and that's a that's a, that's, a, that's a hospitality sermon for another day. But Jesus was received joyfully right. into his house, yeah. and even like we see the criticism that Jesus is given. Uh, people get the, that the people give Jesus, um, in in the, in, the, in the later verses, and they say, well, he's going to be with a man that's a sinner, and and think about it, um, Jer- Jericho was a place of a city of priests, from what from from what my uh, research tells me, so those were the people who were religious leaders. They were what we would consider like preachers and scholars and theologians of our day, and he was going to be with a tax collector. I think that it was by the sovereign hand of God that he was allowed to sit with that sinner and sit with Zacchaeus, because that was going to show the the overwhelming um influence of the gospel regardless of who um regardless of who the person was and I' reminded in luke fifteen and two where it says and the Pharisees and like where, where, where we're seeing we see a similar critique of Jesus in luke fifteen and two um where it says and the Pharisees and scribes murmured, saying, "This man receives sinners and eateth with them." These criticisms, however, did not stop Jesus from saving and hanging out with lost people. And what, and what I want to make sure I emphasize here is he, he wasn't condoning their lifestyle. He was showing them the light. He was showing them who he was, and he was um, hanging out with one for the purpose of, sh- of sharing the gospel with them. That's right. So. Um, as Christians, we must be willing to do the very same thing that Jesus did and be willing to go to these dark places and share the light of the gospel with those just like Jesus did. Um and, and you need a, a scriptural reference for that. Matthew 28 19 tells us to go ye therefore and preach the gospel to all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. That's what we know as the Great Commission. Um so we must be willing just to be just like Jesus and to share the gospel. With whoever is going to listen to us. Amen. Um. Amen. Thirdly, what we see is that the savior saves the sinner. Mm-hmm. The savior saves the sinner. Lord. While we do not know the intricate details of what um, Jesus and Zacchaeus' conversation was, we do know that whatever Jesus said caused Zacchaeus to repent. All right. Mm-hmm. That's right. Zacchaeus gives signs of this the genuine repentance by announcing that he would pay back fourfold whoever he wronged and gives half his that he would give half of his goods to the poor my when genuine, and this is a note that I made in the in the passage when genuine repentance happens, it causes us to change and to start doing right by others because one of the effects of the gospel is that not only will we love God, we will love our neighbor. So in order to right by in order to love my neighbor, sometimes that means going the extra mile and doing and going back and saying, "Hey, I'm sorry for what I did. I'm I was wrong for what I said." And Zacchaeus was willing to do that very same thing. Mm-hmm. So we must be able to. When, one of the ways that you know that genuine repentance is happening in your life is that you are willing to go to people and say, "Hey, I'm sorry about this. Amen. This was wrong." And repentance. Um, if you want a definition for it is a change of direction that begins with the mind. So when you when the person hears the gospel, that person by the power of the Holy Spirit, his mind changes. So by the Holy Spirit, his mind changes. This is not something that the man can do on his own. This is something that the Holy Spirit can only do. Um that that begins with our minds and then goes to our hearts. So our hearts are changed, like Ezekiel says that he gives us a new heart and a new spirit and, get, and removes the heart of stone It gives us the heart of flesh. Um, and then it also, watch this, changes our actions. Mm-hmm. So repentance um, revolves around every area of our lives. So what happens is that we, once our actions are changed, we will be able to um, treat people right the way, in, in a way that we know otherwise we would have. Amen. And we will be able to do what is right regardless of what May happen. So repentance can only happen through the power of the Holy Spirit, my friend. And this is exactly what happens with Zacchaeus. We see that his mind is changed. How do we see that, brother preacher? Well, I'll show you. Um, when Zacchaeus said, "Behold, Lord, on the half of my half of my goods, I give to the poor. And if I, and if I have done anything wrong by by man, from any man." I restored him fourfold. So what he was saying is mind, his mind is changing. His heart is changing. His actions are changing by the power of the Holy Spirit. It's not something that he, like, Zacchaeus didn't do this himself. That was the power of the Holy Spirit that was within him that was doing these very things. Amen. So what Zacchaeus was doing was showing us the power of true repentance. True repentance. If you are not saved today, hmm. I want to I tell you Jesus is more than willing to save and change your life. Yeah. He's more than willing to do that. And and and, and just like how it, was, it it was Zacchaeus was one of the most unlikely people to be saved. Just like how the Apostle Paul was one of the most unlikely people to be saved. I'll give another person. Somebody like Benjamin Dixon was one of the most unlikely people to be saved. But God called me by his grace. So if he can call me, he can call the apostle Paul, he can call Zacchaeus, he can call you, he can call me. So what we see is that <laughs> Jesus is willing to save and change anyone. anyone. And I'm reminded of Lee Strobel. Lee Strobel, he was an atheist at one point. And back, this was during the 1980s, and he, um, was a, um, he was a journalist for the Chicago Tribune. And he went on a journey, after his wife accepted Christ, he went on a journey to try and debunk Christianity. Mm-hmm. And what he found out and if you watch the movie, the Case for Christ, you'll find like, at the end of the movie that he goes and he says, you know what, God? The evidence shows that you're real. Well, and he right. became, in that day, back in 1980-something, he became a Christian. Oh, and God. now he has authored many, many books, which uh, which include um, ones like Case for Christ, The Case for Faith, and all those different books. And he has become one of the most leading Christian apologists to ever like he is like he is one of the most popular Christians to come on the scene. Alright. So um if that is you David you and you have not ever um trusted Christ before I wanna I wanna encourage you with the scripture. And it's in Romans ten, twelve and thirteen. For there is no difference between Jew between the Jew and the Greek. But the same Lord is Lord over all and is rich unto all that called upon him. For whosoever called upon it or call upon the name of the Lord They shall be saved Mm -hmm. So my friend I want you to trust Christ today Trust Christ Trust Christ today Believe that Jesus Christ Is the son of God That he has come That he has died He has rose That he has died on the cross For your sin And that he is your All-sufficient sacrifice um, And that and once you do that, you are made right with God. You don't have to do anything else. That's how you made right with God. So I want to invite you to trust in Christ today and to commit your life to follow him daily. And if you've never read the Bible before, um, the Gospel of Luke is good, but also the Gospel of John is, is a very, very basic and great book. If you want to just start... Um, reading the Bible, just go to the Gospel of John, cause it's twenty. Like you can read it in twenty-one days with twenty-one chapters, so you can do that, and you can see that Jesus is who He said He is. Amen. We have Amen. all the evidence in the world that will show us that. Yes. Um, let's bow for a word of prayer. Lord, um, just thank you for your word and yes. thank you, thank you, for this time that we have had in your word, and I pray, Lord, that you would show us that, um, who you are. And that those who are, who will trust in Jesus Christ today, I pray, Lord, that you would um help them to commit their lives to you. I pray, Lord, that you would um allow them to seek you and that they will find you. Cause you said that you said that uh, that if we would not, then that, then the door will be open to us. So, Lord, I pray that you would just help us to um and help us to see you and know you better throughout each and every day of our lives. For us in Jesus' name I pray all these things. Amen.